This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. We're going to switch gears and we're going to talk about um, a situation that I think has a lot of people concerned in our country. We've talked about it briefly before. And that's the situation of cyber attacks targeting key pieces of infrastructure, specifically in this case, healthcare systems. And we know what happened last month in the Maritimes. Newfoundland Labrador residents had their entire healthcare system basically shut down for a while. It happened on the weekend. Uh, some experts say it was the worst thing to ever happen in terms of cyber attacks in Canada. The worst one ever. Opened a lot of eyes to the fact that, you know, we're very vulnerable. And it wasn't the first one, and it's not the last one. Uh, you know, healthcare systems in Ontario have been affected as well. And um, Quebec recently shut down their entire government website system for a while to try and prevent attacks. So it's something that continues to happen. And we're trying to figure out a way to handle it. We're going to chat now with Byron Holland, who is president and chief executive officer of the Canadian Internet Registration Authority. Byron, thank you for your time today. I appreciate you joining us. Thanks for having me. You know, we take a look at this. It's scary. You know, when we start talking about healthcare systems and other key infrastructure and government websites that are obviously vulnerable, that starts to sound very concerning, doesn't it? Yeah, absolutely. And and certainly what you just mentioned, what happened in Newfoundland, yeah. that effectively shut down their medical system and brought it to its knees for a while. And that's just an example of what can happen. Um, now, when we take a look at what the problem is here and why these vulnerabilities exist, uh, what's what's the major issue that we're facing when it comes to specifically healthcare and uh, the systems that seem to be vulnerable to attack? Well, cybersecurity has many facets to it, as I'm, I'm sure all your listeners know. And one of the big challenges is the people themselves getting the right level of training for the folks who are using the systems is a real challenge because we can put all the hardware and infrastructure in front of them that we want and all kind of those per, uh, protective perimeters, if you will. But at the end of the day, it's that individual user who clicks on that phishing or scam email or that, that link that they shouldn't and brings in the malware of some sort. Mm-hmm. And that's often where it really starts. So the first line of defense actually should start with the people and training those people and making them aware. That's that's the primary point of access, right? That's that's the biggest risk factor that's out there. And that one, it's really tough to protect against, other than, like you say, through education. Yeah, absolutely. And I think, you know, we are the cybersecurity landscape is evolving very quickly, particularly yeah. in the context of COVID. And the technology, in a sense, has kept up. It's the training of the people that hasn't really kept pace. And let's face it, it takes time. You know, hospitals are busy places. We know that healthcare is strapped as it is for cash and for uh, resources. And asking people to do more training on cybersecurity, not related to healthcare per se, um, take time out of their day and take money out of their budgets, their IT budgets, that's often, you know, a, a tough hill to climb. And really it's prevention because trying to stop it um, you know, is almost impossible. Where do you come in on the discussion of don't pay the ransom? A lot of people say that, well, just don't pay it and they'll stop doing it. That's not an option in all cases, is it? 
You know, that is a huge discussion in the cybersecurity world, um, and really there isn't a, a solid answer on that. But, you know, it's one thing if perhaps you're a private sector company and, you know, ransomware happens to you, maybe you're willing to start afresh, right, not pay the ransom, wipe your computers and get started again. But if you're in the healthcare system, that's just not an option. Right. You can't wipe your computers and start again, <laughs> given all of the extremely sensitive medical records that are there. So that's the kind of place where that discussion about should you, shouldn't you pay happens. And, you know, that is very much up in the air in the cybersecurity world. So obviously the best thing to do is to stop it before it happens. Where's government on this? Do we need government to, um, you know, get involved in preventing this? Or how can they, I guess? Yeah, you know, we, we did a, a bunch of proprietary research over the course of the fall with cybersecurity professionals uh, right across Canada. And what was interesting to us is that almost 20% of the organizations that we surveyed had been victims of ransomware of some sort. And the thing that was even more staggering to us in the research is that of that group, almost 70% paid the ransom. Wow. I mean... We have a, obviously we have a COVID pandemic right now, but we also have something of a cybersecurity pandemic that has kind of followed on with, with the healthcare crisis that, that we're in. And to your question about government support, yeah, absolutely. I mean, this is something that is affecting more and more citizens, more and more companies, more and more institutions of various stripes. And in the context of, you know, job number one of most governments is protect the citizens. Yeah. I think there is a real role for government uh, in this sphere, and it's got to ramp up quickly. And is it, again, is, would it be prevention? I mean, that's, that's obviously the best goal. So is that where you would like to see government sort of jump in with both feet? Sure. Like the age-old healthcare maxim, right? Uh, prevention yes. is the best treatment. Yeah. But absolutely, and whether there are, you know, governments have many tools at their disposal, whether there are incentives to invest in cybersecurity, uh, training opportunities that they can provide. I mean, I think there's a lot of levers at government disposal to help out and, and help lead this fight. But I will also say there are numerous arms of government that are doing good work right now. The Canadian Centre for Cybersecurity is one. In fact, they just published uh, a significant report on the state of the nation on cybersecurity. All cyber professionals should read that. Mm -hmm. But they also provide... Uh, a lot of insights and material, uh, documents, videos for the average end user to help protect themselves. So the Center, the Canadian Center for Cybersecurity is a great uh, first stop for most people who are worried about uh, protecting themselves online. And we all should be, ultimately, right? I mean, that's the thing. We should all be worried about this. It affects so many people, like you say, and it seems to be running so rampant. It, we should all be well aware of what we need to do to not only protect ourselves, but the companies we work for, too. Absolutely, because most companies have significant access, yeah. intellectual property or personal data, either on their employees or their customers or credit card numbers, all those things that you see getting breached uh, on far too regular a basis in the media right now. You know, we can prevent it, but we have to invest. First off, we have to be aware. We have to educate. Yeah. And then um, we have to protect ourselves both with the actual technology infrastructure, but especially with education, education. and learning. Yeah. Mm. Excellent. Thanks so much, Byron. Appreciate your time today. Thank you. Yeah, thanks so much for joining us. That's 
Byron Holland, who is President and Chief Executive Officer of the Canadian Internet Registration Authority. 